Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong What's going on, everyone? Welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And we are your local churchmen. I am here with Captain Jack, as always, and we wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Welcome to this uh, Thanksgiving special. Reformatory Thanksgiving special. You know how, like, you know, they would do like Christmas specials on like the Ed Sullivan show and Carol Burnett show and all that stuff. This is this is the Reformatory Thanksgiving <laughs> special. Man, that's what re- this is. You're really dating us right now. Oh yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. throwing it back to like <laughs> the baby like, boomers and, and could, Gen X right 100%, now. Hundred <laughs> percent. If I could bring Red Skelton in here to do some, you know, to do some slapstick, <laughs> the king of slapstick. Oh yeah, you know we would. <laughs> Jack, ha- happy Thanksgiving, my friend. This yes, is sir. coming out on Thanksgiving. So if if any of you, okay, listeners, I want to know first and foremost. <laughs> I want to know and leave leave it in the comments. Don't lie, don't lie. But I want to know what listeners actually listen to this episode on Thanksgiving. Those are the OG. Those are the those are the faithful few. Those are the spies that come back from Canaan <laughs> oh with the gosh. good report. <laughs> I can guess maybe one of those who one of the one of the listeners would be. Who's that? Who's that? Ed. I, oh, I have, 100% I have Ed. no doubt about it. Ed's I've got faith in to Ed. us. So I got faith in it. Yeah, I want to know who listens actually listens to this on on Thanksgiving cuz, you know, releasing every Thursday. Uh, Thanksgiving Thursday, you know, it's bound to happen at least once a year. Yeah. So, Jack, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. It yes, is sir. It is good to see you. Mm-hmm. You're looking festive. You're looking fine. You're all trimmed up. I got am. a nice got a nice haircut. That I didn't really get a, looking sharp. I didn't really get a haircut, but I got a oh, beard okay. trimmed today. So it's looking good. But looking good. yeah, very trimmed and proper. <sighs> so, Jack, um, being as how it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And uh, this podcast is for, about the local church. Uh, I thought it would be cool to just take an app. You know, it'll probably be a little shorter than normal, but that's okay. People got people got stuff to do. They got they got turkeys to fry. They got potatoes to make. They got gravy to sauce. 
They got and, cigars. Uh, they got cigars they got, to smoke. They got probably, cigars hopefully. to smoke. <laughs> I know, hundred percent. We've got all of that. Uh, but I thought it would be cool to kind of kind of uh, talk about things that we're thankful for about our local church. Mm. But before that, Jack, I, we didn't talk about this, so I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot oh, or boy. not. But do you have a Thanksgiving cigar of the week for us, man? Okay. If I can think of a cigar that I would smoke on Thanksgiving, I'm trying to think of one that would be kind of within the realm of maybe like, I don't know, like more chocolatey, earthy kind like of, one of those, tones. One, one, one of those Kentucky-fired oh, cigars? No. Go <laughs> no, no, baby. What is you doing? What is you doing, Josh? Um, you know oh, what? If, if, I was, yep. if I was to go a route... As far as cigars for Thanksgiving, I would probably have to go. One of my favorite cigars is by Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, like usually, most of the cigars that I smoke lately are all by Foundation cigars because they're that good. Like the blends are that good. They are. The good. ratings are that good. Like they just hold up. It's just a solid company. Yep. And Nick Melillo does a really good job at blending. But if I was to go with a cigar. I would have to go with the almost always mispronounced El Juense, the original El Juense blend um, by Foundation. Um, you can do any blend or any vitolicizing on this cigar. It's just that I feel like it's that sturdy and it holds up that good. Okay. Um, let me actually like pull up the blend. But El Juense is like a... I think it is a festival, if I if I remember correctly. It's like a festival in Nicaragua uh, that they do every year. And like they put, I don't know, people dress up as like donkeys or something like that in Nicaragua. It's like a very, <laughs> it's like a super festive cigar. It's, it's on the fuller side. Um, so there's definitely that. But the wrapper is Corojo, Nicaraguan. So it's got this nice... Kind of more nutty, kind of almond flavor to that wrapper. Okay. But doesn't I would. That, doesn't that translate to the wise man? No. The, or might. The, the wise man is the sequel to El Juense. Oh, so, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then you even have like the son of the wise man, too. Like it's like a trilogy, yeah. like some of okay. these cigar lines. I like it. But uh, it's got a Corojo 99 wrapper. And the binder is Corojo as well. And then a blend of Corojo and Corillo long fillers from two th- from 2011 and 2012. Oh, man. So they're aged. Nice. Like that. It's got some cedar. It's got some aged cedar before released as well, too, within that. But you got a nice, you get notes of a lot of cedar and spice and some sweetness to it. So I think it's like a perfect kind of Thanksgiving cigar. So. All right. Well, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen, your Thanksgiving Cigar of the Week review, the El Juense by Foundation. Mm -hmm. Always a good choice. That is the Thanksgiving special reformatory Cigar of the Week. Go and smoke, thankfully, to the (laughs) glory of God. (laughs) Every other word on this episode is thanks. Thanks or thankfully... Give thanks. Happy thanks. (laughs) Happy thanks. Happy thanks, Jack. Yeah. Now, happy Christmas. Yes, Jack. I got to ask. 
Um, again, this is just going to be a Thanksgiving riff app. So hopefully, hopefully people enjoy it. But uh, um, when it comes to Thanksgiving, okay, so you show up to Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. If this particular food is not on the table, you you're throwing a fit. What is it for you, dude? If it's not, if you don't got mashed potatoes on this table, you can leave. Mashed potatoes. Get out. It. Get out of this house. You're not welcome here. Now, are you going traditional mashed potatoes or are you going twice baked? Because uh, the twice baked potatoes, that's a thing too. Although that might be more of an Easter thing. But uh like like for you for you does it matter or does it have to be like does it have to be mashed? It's it's gotta be mashed. I don't care how it's you make them. If yeah. if there's no mashed potatoes in this yeah. table setting, there's something wrong going on right now. <laughs> yeah, are you going? Are you going brown gravy or or country country white gravy? Uh, I would go brown gravy. I'm more go. lighter on the brown gravy side of things. If you mm-hmm. don't, I feel like if you don't have, if you don't have mashed potatoes and biscuits, yeah, I feel like there's something wrong with this table setting right now. Like that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think mashed potatoes are pretty high up there for me. Uh, uh, you you need some good homemade rolls. Yeah, you need some good homemade rolls. But honestly, like, yeah, I'm like, I might just be a child, but it, but it, if there's no gravy, because I put gravy. Here's here's what I do. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna describe it for you. I go through the line. You got your turkey. You got your mashed potatoes. You got your rolls. You got your you got your you know whatever else you want to put on there, <laughs> and then you get to the end of the line. And you take that ladle of gravy, oh gosh. and you you put it on everything. It's like it's like Jared Wilson putting the putting the gospel in everything. That's that that's what I do with gravy. I, okay, I, I thought you were gonna say you take that ladle of gravy and you just take it to the dome, dude. You're oh, just yeah, guzz, well, you guzzle that hey, thing. If I if I could do that, hey, you know what? Pre COVID, that's exactly what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> People look at me weird now when I do that. Uh, and I'm not invited back, so I can't. I can't do that, unfortunately. But what I do is, you take that. You take that ladle. I want to hear from our listeners. You put gravy on everything, because gravy goes with everything in that Thanksgiving meal. It does. Like you can't tell me one thing that that gravy is not does not enhance. I'm more and make better. I'm more subject to putting gravy on like breast breakfast food. Versus like a dinner. Well, there you go. There I would rather go. do like a country gravy, kind of country sausage gravy on something. Oh man! Versus I love gravy so much. Any anything else? Anyway, so it is. It is unhealthy. I love <laughs> gravy. A a like un like an unholy amount of of love I have for gravy. Gravy is so good. It's it's got to be it's got to be salted just right. And if mm-hmm. you do, if you make the gravy out of the turkey drippings, uh, <laughs> man, you're going you're going Bro. you're going next level culinary on us right well, now. Yes, so. I am, dude. You you know me. You you that know is me. True. I do. You know me. I I I enjoy I enjoy cooking. Cooking's a good time. And uh, dude, are you chugging prune juice? What are you chugging? Like, do you have an no, ulcer? No, I something? have. Uh, like, Jack, Jack's like, we're we're talking right now, and Jack's like chugging this this this, this purple no, this purple this, gunk. This like, what are you drinking? Kombucha, dude. This is oh kombucha, man. Oh my gosh, man. dude. What are you doing drinking that swill? <laughs> hey, dude. It's it's good for you. It's yeah. good for my gut. So I gotta drink. It's good for your I gotta gut. I gotta cleanse before the gouging happens. This, yeah. Oh, this you, you're you're pre gaming. Pre gaming right now, people. <laughs> I gotta cleanse myself. This is the ritual cleansing Jack, before Thanksgiving. 
Jack knows it's going to be bad. Yep. So he's like, hey, well, I got to prepare. Got to prep <laughs> like, the old intestinal tract. Three days track. early. <laughs> hey. Oh, my gosh. I got I got to go to the Trinitarian uh, <laughs> equation here for, for purifying myself before Thanksgiving, so. Oh, my goodness, <clears throat> dude. Oh. Oh, dude, that's what sucks about getting old, dude, is I can't I can't eat like I can't eat the way that I used to like my metabolism. No, like, I don't have the metabolism of an 18 year old anymore. Nope. Like when I was man, when I was 18, fresh out of high school, I could eat and like my metabolism like worked. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. you could you could you could put away a, like a whole DiGiorno pizza and not feel it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now. Like I oh, have yeah. to like 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 I have to do like Pepto shots like <laughs> before and after I eat pizza. You know what I'm saying? It just it's it hurts. So like it I have a love hate relationship with the Thanksgiving meal because it's like you know it's gonna be good. I'm gonna enjoy all of it, but boy, dude, it's I'm gonna ugh, it's gonna kill me. Yeah, I should be pre gaming like you. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not. <laughs> I'm. I'm just, <laughs> I've come full circle. I've come from mocking you for your kombucha to wishing like, yeah, maybe maybe that's not a bad idea. Maybe it's not so bad after all. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Okay. Okay. So Jack, I, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. And we are gonna get into church stuff, I promise. But 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 this is this is important. Okay. Because I think I ask you this every year. And every year I forget your answer. Okay. <laughs> so every year I have to come back to it. This is the age old question when it comes to Thanksgiving. Okay, mm-hmm. here it is. I'm asking our listeners this too, because this is important. We're talking about the important stuff here on the Reformatory today. <laughs> Are you going canned or homemade cranberries? You sauce. I feel the cranberry sauce. I feel like you ask me this every year. I literally just said that. I feel like, <laughs> and every year I go back to homemade. I can't go. I can't oh, go. I can't go dude. to the can. I can't okay. go to the can anymore. You're wrong. You're <laughs> wrong. You have never been so wrong. Um, that's yeah. You're wrong, dude. You can't. Okay, here's the thing. Cranberry sauce. It, the homemade stuff is just absolute nasty. It is so bad. You get all the chunks, and sometimes you get some like cranberry skins in there, and sometimes you get some seeds, dude. It's jellied. It's jellied or nothing. I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill. It is jellied or nothing. Come at me. Come at me. I like. I hear our listeners right now. Like boo, boo. No, I'm serious. Jellied or nothing. I'm passionate. I'm more passionate about this than perhaps gravy. You definitely are. Like you are. You are getting amped. I think your blood pressure is going up by about like five points right now. Hey, this is important stuff, Jack. Well, okay. Well, then, do you make it? I mean, back in the day, I felt like the homemade stuff that my mom made when she was still with us, God rest her merry soul, um, she had some of the best homemade cranberry sauce. And it wasn't the chunk, it, it surprisingly, yeah. it was chunky to a certain degree, mm. but it was not like what you're talking about, like all these different particulars. I would literally take a dinner roll Put some cranberry sauce on there that my mom made, and get some turkey, and you make those sandwich sliders all day, dude. Oh, okay. the 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 post Thanksgiving meal sandwich that is that is apex. Yeah, 
That's Apex Mountain. Like that to me, it might be just as good as the actual Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> That's true. Does you're you're a hundred percent right on that? Yeah. That 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 post that post game turkey sandwich. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It hits home, dude. Home because like you're full right from pie, but it starts wearing off, and you're like, you know, I could I could I could go for something, and you just hear the siren song, dude. It's all coming from the fridge. <laughs> I usually what I did is in Thanksgivings of recent past, I would eat and then I would I wouldn't eat dessert. I would eat like a plate a plate and a half of food. Mm. And then I would go watch football and then I would make like two sandwiches. Yes. With those dinner rolls. I'd make yes. those two sandwiches and then I'd take a nice little nap and then I'd wake up and then you have pie. All right. Oh. You just dude, gotta pace yourself throughout that's the how you day. Do it. That's how us Baptists do it, son. <laughs> we do it right. <laughs> uh so are you are you a uh, are you a a traditional baked turkey or a deep fried turkey? Because I know I know people, and my family's one of them, if, if we can make it over the passes, like if the passes are open, we're going to go try to visit family. And uh, they usually they usually do one in the oven and then one one in the oil. Hmm. And they inject it with all these, like, like steer. It looks like that turkey, by the time he is done with it, it looks like Hulk Hogan, dude. <laughs> like, he's all browned, he's tanned, possibly cancerous, Yeah. okay? And injected with all manner of ungodly flavors and dude you deep fry that sucker for about an hour yep oh my goodness it 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 is like it is like mr universe yeah dude it's so good i i have not okay so here's i have not had a fried turkey on thanksgiving before what i have not experienced this jack okay i have okay. o- i've only had your typical eight hour, whatever, ten hour cooked turkey, and then you kind of put in whatever you want to to moisten up the sure. the meat and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I have not had deep fried turkey. I don't think I've experienced that before. Okay, this is something. <laughs> this is now something that I am placing on your bucket <laughs> list for you. All right, I am going to before before this podcast ends. I'm not talking this episode, the, the podcast as a whole. <laughs> Which, you know what? What am I talking about? It's never going to end. We're yeah. going to be doing this until glory. Pretty much. Right? That's right. We're going to be podcasting in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm, I'm going. It is my mission to have you enjoy some deep fried turkey. Because mm. that, that is an experience that you need to have. It, is, it changes the game. It really does. Like, I, it's hard for me to go back to regular oven baked turkey after you've had deep fried turkey. Yeah, uh, mm. that's it's it's that good. It's that good. I've see the thing that I caution about with the deep fried turkey stuff is the amount of um, YouTube videos that just have replays of everybody well, sure. blowing themselves up while they deep fry their turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, well, the world is full of idiots, you know, like that's just that's just how it is. But if you let the idiots, you know, control the fun, you know, uh, I mean, that's why we have seatbelts, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> it's because of idiots. <laughs> Here's some like mom listening right now, like, OK, that's it. Kids can't listen. All right. To we're not giving thanks for these guys anymore. Yeah. We're done. It's, it's no longer thinking. Game over. 
Yeah, uh, it's true. It's true. There are there are some individuals that should not deep fry a turkey, not because deep frying a turkey is bad, but because those people are stupid. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm I, I'm just gonna say it. Stupid people exist, and they should not be the ones deep frying the turkey. If you're gonna deep fry the turkey, do not do it in your house. Do no. not do it on a porch that is made of anything other than cement. And if it does overflow and something catches fire, for the love of all that is good in this world, do not try to put it out with water. It's an oil fire, people. We learned this in middle school. You can't put out oil fires with water. It just spreads. Yeah. If you can remember that, then enjoy a deep fried turkey. It's delicious. Um yeah, you know what? You know what we need to create. We need to create some sort of website or some sort of app that gives like a basic questionnaire to determine whether or not you have the intelligence level to deep fry a turkey. <laughs> That's what we, we need the turkey test. <laughs> that that would be useful. It would be. Should <laughs> I believe? Yeah, I think it would be. If you created an app, that would be probably like better. Should you deep fry or should you bake your turkey? And just okay. put that app on everybody's radar. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this, and then we're gonna get into what we love about our local church. All right, okay. What mainstream like public figure in reformdom would 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 be most likely to catch their house on fire from <laughs> deep frying a turkey? Man, who is it? This is hard. Who's it gonna? Who's it gonna be? This no 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 no. This is hard because come on. I mean, I would go with Joe. Like, I feel like Joe. <laughs> Thorne. I feel like Thorne would burn his house down for some reason. But I don't know. That's I, you know, Jimmy wouldn't burn his house down because he has people making the food for him so like that's not within his realm of doing that i feel like joe would burn his house down for some reason i don't know oh man see the first person i don't know why this came into my head the first person that came to my mind was was tim keller (laughs) because he's mr city you know he's mr like oh man yeah you know you know you'll come to the city you know you know make sure you're in the city i don't know if he's ever like split wood and it's like oh look (laughs) That's horrible. I just feel like he would be the guy in his like super like, you know, his his like eighteen hundred or maybe you know it's probably more like eight hundred square foot apartment in New York that he's paying mm-hmm. like thirty five hundred bucks for. He'd light that sucker on fire because he's like, hey, you know, I saw this, I saw this on YouTube. <laughs> Up goes the apartment complex. <laughs> I feel like it has to be somebody like older. I feel like there's certain people like super old. I feel like, like really old, uh, like Richard Barcellus old. No, I don't think Richard Barcellus is old. I would, I'm like John Piper, like right in that level. Piper, of old. oh, you, you going pipe? Okay. I feel well, okay. I mean, I mean, Tim Keller's that old, isn't he? I mean, Tim Keller's getting up there. Yeah, I but think I would say a, a good runner-up is John Piper. I feel like John Piper yeah. could burn his house down. Yeah. Um, unless Barnabas was there to help him out or something like yeah. that. <laughs> I think, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think MacArthur would do it, and then he'd just be like, ah, str- <laughs> strange fire, put it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We have, we, we've, uh, we've answered that question. I'm glad we did. Jack, it's Thanksgiving, my friend. There are many things to be thankful for in our lives. What we're going to talk about for the re- remainder of our time is just, I want to hear some things from you, and I'm going to share some things that we are thankful for within our local church. I'm very thankful for my local church. I'm thankful for 
the ways that I have to serve in it and the ways that it serves me. And our local churches, you know, if you listen to this podcast, we encourage you to make them central to your life. Mm-hmm. And because there's a lot to be thankful for. And um, so specifically, Jack, I want to hear from you first. Throw me some things that you're thankful for for your local church. Yeah, I would say um, within the last, I would say within the last year and a half since I switched uh, local churches, I would think the thing that really is something that I revel in a little bit more is the capacity of our local church. So it's smaller. I feel like it's more it's more of a family dynamic. You can't get lost there, right? Mm, and yes. I feel like we do, I, I think we do things in a way that is more family, I wouldn't say family oriented. It feels more family, like you're doing this together as a family. You're participating together as a family and it's different ways that you do that. So like for instance, like this last Lord's Day, um, we had, uh, we participate in, uh, some different programs to give uh, gifts uh, out to kids uh, who may have like a a parent who's incarcerated and they don't have Christmas. And so we provide them gifts for Christmas or we've had times in which uh, we give out Thanksgiving uh, meals as well too. And you kind of put everything together in like a, a paper bag and kind of People deliver those throughout the community and stuff like that. So there's stuff like that that really shows this kind of more familial dynamic versus, yeah, go whatever, do whatever you want kind of thing. Um, But yet again, too, the way in which we do communion, uh, the way in which we celebrate the Lord's Supper every week is something that's very familial. Like we'll gather around a table and partake of the elements, right? So just those little things to show that you have this familial dynamic and this sense that you want to gather as a family. You want to do things as a family. Um, my church, partic- I would say a good, maybe a good two dozen or so people from my local church participated in like this local um, dinner uh, for like sports ministry. And so basically there's a ministry within like the South Puget Sound area, more towards Puyallup. People who haven't been in Washington don't know where Puyallup is, but it's like maybe like to the east, about 20 minutes from Tacoma from where I'm at right now. And it's really involved in basically giving kids an outlet to play sport, but also hear the gospel and to understand the gospel through also competition and stuff like that. And so, one of the guys uh, who's one of the directors, uh, actually a couple directors have gone to my local church before. One of the directors uh, who's now in Colorado, he was a, an elder at my local church, and then he moved out to Colorado with his wife to start uh, that ministry out in the greater Denver area. But just stuff like that. Um, I don't know. You just have these things throughout the week that you're kind of participating in. Um that it doesn't have to be organized, you know, Mm, it can be very informal or, Hey, we're going to do, go do this. If you want to go do it, that's great. Um, just certain things along those, just certain, those little glimpses as well too. I guess the other thing that I'm thankful for is that (laughs) within our service, within our liturgy every Sunday, we specifically don't have a place where we take offering. 
And I feel like that lends itself so much better to the flow of a service Mm. because I feel like an offering, a call to offering kind of impedes a, a person's ability to understand the gospel because that concept of financial stuff really throws like a curveball into it. But yet again, like people are, are giving, like we actually have been like doing really well, I would say at giving this year as well too. And so just because you don't have an offering component to your, <laughs> to your Lord's day, doesn't mean that people won't give, you know? So sure. 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 I don't know. Those little things that I'm really thankful for in my local church. Um, I would say the camaraderie as well too. Uh, that's really important, mm. but yeah, just little little bits and pieces like that really help out and yeah. make me really thankful. So, no, oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's I love I love hearing. I mean, yeah, I love hearing really anything people are thankful for when it comes to their local church. But that that camaraderie that you're talking about is definitely needed and such a blessing to have you know because a lot of a lot of folks don't have that in their churches and 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 you know we've talked about this before but i think one of the one of the what that's one of the main blessings you get with a smaller church you know Uh, you know when you have a church of you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or getting up into the thousands right it's really hard it's really difficult to have that natural community with people right and that's definitely something I'm thankful for for one of my churches, it, or excuse me, one of my churches, <laughs> for my church, one of them, you know, you know, the one. Oh that my I go gosh, to. just the one. one that I go to. One of the things I am thankful for for my church <laughs> um, is like that. It's the exact same thing, right? It's not a massive church, so the relationships that I have and and you know continue to form with individuals there, it's sweet. Right, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of people in in my head right now that, uh, that 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 I'm thinking of that it's just I, I'm so thankful to the Lord for bringing me to that place, so that I could meet these people, in the time, and place that I was in. You know, I just I think about how the Lord orchestrates things like that, and it blows my mind. Right, that mm-hmm. that you see these individuals that you're like, man. If it was not for this church, if it wasn't for the circumstances that the Lord saw fit, I wouldn't know these people. Yeah. I wouldn't have brought these, you know, these people wouldn't be in my life. And my life is so much better because these people are in my life now, right? I just think about the community that I have, that we have at my local church, and it, it warms my heart every time. Yeah. Because I just I think about the relationships that are there. And I see the relationships that are there and the relationship and, 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 and a desire to further and and deepen the relationships that are there and how this church has engrafted my wife and I into the community flawlessly and sacrificially and with so much love. It is it it, it has warmed my heart beyond what I can truly express in words how much I deeply love these people and how much they have cared for me and my wife and have made us part of their family. Yeah. And that, that, that's something special, man. Like you don't, you don't get that in other places. Right. I think a lot of people, um, you know, they, they look for that type of camaraderie, that type of relationship in, 
in so many different places, right? I think non-Christians look for it possibly at work or, you know, in the social events or, you know, wherever they have to be around people. But, man, there is something so special and something so unique about the relationships and the closeness that you have with your brothers and sisters in your local church that I I haven't found anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And that I am so thankful for that in my local church. Um, yeah, like it, 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 it's enough to get me emotional as I think through the people that are in my church, um, and the way that they have loved me and my wife. It is just, it's mind blowing. It, it is a taste of the gospel and it's a taste of heaven. And, 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 and I, I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think these folks, it's so interesting, you know, Jack and I talk about this a lot, and even going back to the days of Daniel, Daniel and I talked about this a lot too, how there's there's different breeds, if you will, of Reformed folk, uh, you know, and different, different, different flavors of Reformed Baptists. And what Daniel and I sought to do on the podcast and what Jack and I continue to do on the podcast, at least we try, and what I try to live out in my life is is being a kind and gentle a convictional reformed baptist yeah. and that I hold the 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 convictions that I have very close and very strong but it does not result in a demeanor that is angry or rude or brash mm-hmm. right uh, kind confessionalism <laughs> I've heard it called right and that that we we stand on the hills that we must and we hold with a closed fist the things that we should but the things that we disagree on with our brothers and sisters that, you know, remain in the in the secondary uh, categories, we we have grace with. Right. And that's and that's something that I have I have tried and, you know, uh, f- fail at times, but but continue to try to have in my life is that I am I try to be kind. Mm-hmm. Right. And we try to be kind on this podcast and we try to we try to encourage that in the lives of of our listeners that, you know. Reformed theology is good and it's biblical and it's something to hold hold tight to, but it should result in a life that is gentle and kind, uh, and 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 uh, one one that one that looks like Christ, right? Mm-hmm. That is something this church has, and that they are firmly, you know, Reformed Baptists in their convictions, but they're kind and they're not brash, and they they hold those beliefs as they should. Uh, you know, convictionally and 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 graciously, and man, that that's such. I think, and I, again, I'm I'm just speaking for myself, but I'm I'm pretty sure Jack Jack would agree. That's becoming rarer and rarer in our culture these days. Is finding those individuals that, um, that have that that mentality toward reformed theology, right? And it's something that I think we should be striving toward and man, my church, I'm just so thankful for them because they, they show that. Right. And it's something that they, something they strive for. It's something they preach and they live out. They live out the doctrine that they say they believe. And I'm just, I'm extremely, I'm extremely grateful for it. So um, I'm thankful for the, my local church. I'm thankful for the local churches and the individuals that, that continue to do that. Um, And I'm thankful that they, that they exist and that, People listen to this podcast and encourage others to do it. Like it's something I'm so, 
I'm I'm always grateful and surprised when I hear people are encouraged by the things that we say, um, because yeah, like we, it's just, I think it's a humbling experience, uh, um, definitely for me. So that brings I think Jack and I to the final thing we're thankful for, and that's you guys. Yeah, we're thankful for the listeners. Mm-hmm. We're thankful for the people that that uh, take time out of their day to listen to us and uh, hopefully are encouraged to make the local church central and to love your local church and to plug into your local church more. And Jack, do you have any, do you have any, uh, do you have any closing words for our, for our faithful Mm. listeners before we uh, send them off to stuff themselves with all manner of go gorge themselves? Oh yes. All manner (laughs) of goodly holiday spirit. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I would say that, uh, I mean, I think Josh and I are thankful for the local church, uh, and we do that in ways to kind of show that we don't put ourselves above the local church, sure. but we put ourselves side by side with local churches. I don't know. I guess that's the difference in kind of the feel of our podcast versus other ones, is that we don't put ourselves in this place of authority to say, come come talk with us or come listen to us because we know everything. It's more like, um... You're going to come like listen to us uh, or like hang out or do whatever you want with this podcast because you appreciate your local church and you want to be spurred to that kind of fellowship that you have with your local church. So, yeah, I I would just say that we're thankful because um, many people can listen to whoever they want to. Um, and we do this podcast primarily just to encourage the people in the local church, because I feel like most of the time on a podcast, they're not, they're kind of talking down to or talking at you, but not trying to invite you into this conversation or encourage you into this conversation. So, yeah, I would say that that demeanor that we have on the podcast, I'm really thankful for because we don't put ourselves above we put ourselves side by side with other people in the local church. So, yeah. Aww. Well, I'm thankful for you, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yes, buddy. <laughs> and yes, thankful for you listeners. Uh, we thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for just all the support that, that you give this podcast. It's, it's, it's amazing to me that, you know, a handful of people listen. Um, and the fact that, uh, you know, a good a good amount more than a handful of of you guys listen is is very encouraging and it's humbling and um, mm-hmm. just encourages me to kind of keep keep that focus, you know, that local church focus and um, we we're all we're all uh, we're all walking down this together, man. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 awesome to know that there are people that that share the passion that Jack and I have for the local church, and uh, we're just I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Really thankful for that. That's that's really really cool. Well, Jack, Big Eva is hungry. Yes, <laughs> and she wants mashed potatoes. She wants uh, turkey, or you know whatever it is that you are preparing for your Thanksgiving feast. Uh, we want we want to uh, we want to get you there. So, Jack, why don't you get us out of here, my brother? Man, if you appreciate, if you're thankful. If you're thankful mm. for Josh and I and our mm-hmm. ability to make the local church central to the podcast, you too can follow us on the sociables, which are an absolute war zone these days. Oh, yeah. You have the Facebook, which could go down at any moment, at any 24-hour period, and could be done so. 
you also have <laughs> the tweaker that could literally <laughs> like be shut off at any moment at any point in time right now it could within it could. a 24 hour period because i think it there's could. like there's like 50 people at the company hq that are running that thing right now Hey, they're doing so. a fantastic <laughs> job. <laughs> you can follow us on the Facebook, the Metaverse. You can follow us on the Twitter, the Tweaker, the Little Boo Bird, Elon Musk's new empire. Uh, you can also follow us on the Instagram. It goes well with chocolate or marshmallow. All at mm. the tag at Reformatory Pod. Josh, right. you can tell the lovely people how they might indulge themselves more on our quest to make the local church central to the lives of local believers if you will or just 100%. how can we how can they be more thankful for us in certain regards <laughs> <laughs> Oh I am really trying to sell that. <laughs> yeah, you really tried. Yeah, yeah I don't know. We if need money, buying. people. We need I money. No. Any, I don't know if anyone's buying. We're broke. Uh, there are so many ways that you can support us on the Reformatory. One of them, we do have a Patreon. Uh, you know, for a five dollar holla, uh, you could become a Patreon supporter, and our pledge to you is that your name will be hallowed, 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 hallowed through the halls of this podcast. Uh, you can head on over to reformatorypod.com. You can get episodes there. There's uh, some local church merch. All that good stuff. Uh, last but not least, you can head on over to, if you're on Apple, you can head to the podcast app and you can head down to where you listen to the Reformatory. And if you scroll all the way down, you'll see a place where you can rate and review. Mm-hmm. That is important. Yep. We would greatly appreciate some ratings, some reviews. We got a couple new ones. We got a couple new ones. We got one from oh Dr. Ed Romain. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ed Roman. Ed Romine. I say it as many different ways as I can because I know, I know it, I know it, it bothers him. <laughs> uh, I do, I, I run the gambit of pronunciations on his name. Um, uh, we got one from Ed, uh, we got one from Trenton, and then there's a whole bunch of numbers after that. He says, banger of a podcast right here, come for the Cigar Rex, stay for the Thoughtful Church Talk. Mm. Trenton. We thank you. Mm-hmm. We thank you. We've hallowed your name. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed his Mr. Name. Ed, yes. we're going to give you some, too. Mm-hmm. He says, you're really going to love the Reformatory podcast. Josh and Jack are the real deal. These brothers are these brothers love the local church and it shows plus Jack loves his various astute nicknames. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Captain Jack yes. loves the nicknames. We thank you guys for the ratings. We thank you for the reviews. It means a lot to us. Helps get the podcast out to more people. Jack, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving. Listeners, happy Thanksgiving. We will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. Reformatory.